Sup, my dogs. Um, the boys are back with a tan because for the first time in a couple of months, I 100% sure Jody and I have seen the sun in the UK and the Netherlands last weekend. It was flipping 16 degrees. We've just cleaned our cameras, so we're looking shiny and bright. You might be wondering, where can we watch the videos? Yeah, well, I've been trying to put them on YouTube, but the internet in flipping Hengelo was so shite that I've never put them up. <laughs> But now it ends then. It's quick, Joe. It's quick. Um, so I'll, I'll try to put them back on, on YouTube, uh, but I need to find the time to edit it as well. But I'll try to get them out um, on YouTube as well so people can watch them on the trainer. Anyway, how are you doing, boy? So, I'm good, mate. So Hengelo was literally dire for everything, including the internet. They didn't even have that good for nah. you. It was. Do you know, um, um, they, they put internet, like how fast your internet is, in bits per second, don't they? Yeah. It was less than 10. Wow. That is shocking. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, the weather has actually turned a bit, hasn't it? 16, 17 degrees. And it actually feels bloody hot because the winter has been so bad, hasn't it, in the spring? Like, that is literally like the hottest we've had this year, isn't it? It's I know. Dire. But it's, so, it's literally right now when it's 15 or 14 degrees and sunny, everyone's like, holy shit, what's going on? You know, the world is a better place now. And whereas... Uh, normally you'd be like may 14 degrees what's going on yeah totally i went i was out in shorts and t-shirt i've been it's only been 16 degrees like normally you'd be cold in that temperature but i've been like soaking it all up you've been out on the bike and you're getting the sun miles in i saw i have, you know, I, have. Getting and I, I i do think um with such a depressing winter you start to appreciate the little things in life a little bit more don't you what, like waffles, stroop waffles, stuff like that. <laughs> like stroop uh, waffles and the 14 degrees sunny days. <laughs> 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 Have you got any highs and lows this week? Um, got a low. Thing with Colin Chartier and stuff, but then a lot of rumours and stuff, and it makes you kind of question what other people in the sport are doing. And I would say that you kind of now, it seems like at the moment, people racing and people's performances are kind of getting called into question. Um, I've heard a lot of uh, like rumours this week. Uh, obviously, you don't really want to go into them because you don't know if they're true or not. But like if they are true, then it doesn't sound too good for the sport. But who knows? Um, but yeah, that's probably the low. Not anything really personally with me, to be honest. Actually, this week's gone gone all right like that i mean hi like you said the weather 17 degrees sunny bloody hell it feels like summer's on its way mate like i've been out in shorts and t-shirt so literally i feel like the summer is this little kit that keeps ringing on your door and every time you open the door up it's gone like it's ringing your bell already like hit and run kind of style but i do think we're getting closer to catching this kit that is running our door that is the uh hypothetically summer <laughs> Although I would say, mate, we're back to, uh, I don't know about you, but I'm uh, back to back to earth of a shock tomorrow, 13 degrees and rain forecast. So I know, uh, I know. We had the taste of a little great. of a little glimpse of sun, but tomorrow, yeah, 12 degrees, 12 degrees and a shit load of wind. Anyway, did you have a business, shit, mate. did you have a shit swim today? Me? Yeah? Uh, no, it was all right. Like, uh, it was only to 2K because I'm taking it easy for the race. So, uh, just, like, I felt pretty tired, but yeah, just taking it easy. Why is that? Because I was looking at Strava and I was thinking he must have felt fucked 2K swim. Like, who's doing uh, a 2K swim? It's not even worth going to the pool, mate. Even well, for mate, a, it was just like literally, even for a 54 something. minute like, Ironman swimmer. 
I know, mate. I know, but like, I, I really wanted the sauna and stuff and the social as well. So it was either like go and do something or uh, not get to do that. Like, but I did feel pretty fucking. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't feel great, but I wasn't actually planning on doing a big one. At best, I was probably gonna do three k, which I know some people would say is pathetic anyway. But like, <laughs> you know, we can't all be four minute Ironman swimmers. See, we you can't. Know, we some, can't. Some of us. Techno was there. Te- Techno was hitting it in, mate. He, I think he swam 15k last week. 15. He's a fish, isn't he? <laughs> he's a fl- he's, he's turning himself into a flipping fish. Sup yeah. one hour for techno. That would be impressive. If I, if he would be swimming sup one hour, I would be really, really impressed. Because he's get also there, his his, his body composition isn't really that hydrodynamic, is it? It's more like a a container ship. <laughs> them container ships mate go on they they go, go around the world mate they do so they got the endurance i know, you know? they're diesels they, they're they've got the endurance but to be a sub one hour swimmer you need to be something well, yeah, like not a torpedo speed, but you know he can keep going on and he can go round and round you know he can keep going <laughs> i know where that where that container ship belly from him is coming from his 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 nutrition game is dreadful is is shocking He's he's been eating really well. He says smoothies every day, slow cooked food. You know, he's mate. I've uh, seen him on multiple training camps, and he is always snacking the cookies and the coke. Literally at at six seven a.m., he wakes up with a glass (laughs) of coke and stuff like that. And I say to him, "Remember when he was like?" (laughs) I I will never forget this. This was so fucking weird. So we were we were sitting in the living room chilling, and all of a sudden he he was saying to Thomas. <laughs> Can I have something of your sports nutrition? And, and and I was saying like, why? What are you gonna do? And he said, Well, I'm going out for a run in a bit. I said, All right, how long are you running for then? He said, Oh, just like uh, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. So I said, You're running for 20, 25 minutes. And you want to smash some of his cliff blocks right now, just before uh, like an hour before his, his his for your run. Why wouldn't you just get something like a sandwich with with honey or something? He said, oh, well, I just thought I'll have a little gel. <laughs> <laughs> got to keep them carbs in, mate. You know, you got to, got to fuel the fire. He's, he's, he's got a um, well, metabolism like a, coal, like a coal fire. Um, one thing I know for sure is that um, he is definitely not low-carb, high-fat. <laughs> high-carb, high-fat, so, high-protein. I reckon if he would change a little bit of that, that he would, he would be close to, to top one-hour swimmer. I'll tell you, interestingly, as well, you know, um, powerful pensioner who mm-hmm. I train with. Yeah. He, um, for the listeners, some of you might have come across him. He actually won his age group in Ibiza. So he's raced the ITU World Long Distance Duathlon Champs, won it. He won it on the bike. And do you want to know something even more fucking impressive? What I looked at. So I looked at the age group results for the bike splits. He was only 40 seconds off the fastest age group of bike. Then. I looked at the pro race, which Mario Mola won. His yeah. bike was only 25 seconds slower than Mario Mola's bike split on the same course. Powerful pensioner. Riding a road bike, same as them. Same rules, draft legal. He said he did it by himself because he was behind on the bike, uh, started at the end of the first run, biked through everyone, dropped him, and he actually outbiked at least two or three, I saw, men that were in the elite men. And he was only a minute and 20 seconds off the fastest biker of the whole day, even in the elite men race. So Mario Mola won it overall. Powerful pensioner, 25 seconds down. And he, and what's his age? 
66. He's 67 this year. 66. But he's got an aero face. His, he's got an aerodynamic face, hasn't he? Yeah. And With then that celebrated beard. it by having four. He had four pints before he even got back to the hotel afterwards. <laughs> I didn't think it was cool to see that picture that he was, uh, <laughs> that he called himself world champion. Yeah. I didn't let, I didn't let myself. The only world champion from Norwich. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I've got a low of the week, mate. So we had a national holiday last week, national holiday, um, basically celebration of the king's his uh, birthday, long live the monarchy. And um, so basically everyone's just out and about on the streets uh, with pints and parties. But in the end, I was on a bike. It was 8 p.m. I was just in the city for like three, four hours, a bit of the social bit, you know. Um, Lifestyle athlete. Lifestyle, keep that part high. in there, you know. I've, I've been shaking my hips with the with the ladies and the males, you know. Where I was going out, I was I was there, I was present, celebrating on the king. And then all of a sudden, was riding my bike across the street, and all of a sudden, two of these absolute skanky people were crossing the streets, and they didn't look over the shoulders. Boom! Like you crashed on, into one of them. Like boom! I was and I was cycling hard. I would say something like I was riding sub threshold. I was riding pretty hard. So boom! Like what? Like thirty five, forty like, k's an hour? Uh, no, something like twenty five on a road on a commute bike. Uh, all right, but, but it must have looked <laughs> and pretty you just impressive. Mowed them down. But I mowed them what down. What happened to them? And then, well, he stood up and he literally uh, grabbed my neck and he uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> he he like pulled me off the bike and he was like. <laughs> fuck are you doing what the fuck are you doing and i said well uh, i'm sorry mate like i'm sorry but you were just crossing the street and then he was like there's a zebra crossing over there 50 meters so i was like yeah that's correct 50 meters and you were crossing the street where there was no zebra crossing so you're like violating the rules i said it's, it's, a, it's a national holiday but it's still the the normal rules of of uh, traffic but he couldn't handle like a, a verbal communication style, you know, verbal uh, communication. He wanted to get in there with fists and all that. But then his girl um, or wife, whatever, she threw this glass of Red Bull and vodka right in my face. And I was like, shit, really? there people there. She yeah. threw it at you? Yeah. And he wanted Bloody to like hell. punch me. And I was like, I need to get out how of here. How did you get away from it when without getting in a fight then? Like, what, how did you manage to get away? Uh, I was just, um, uh, being nice, mate. I was just being nice. I was just saying like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but this was your fault, <laughs> but he, he didn't want so to. He wormed your way out of it basically. A little bit. Yeah. But I was pretty quick. I was shitting like 17 colors, mate. <laughs> 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 anyway, high of the week, another solid week of training bank, 20 hours plus mate, another 370k bike 30k run slowly getting back into it and uh, uh three swims two gyms and the swim's going really well as well swim's going well i'm, I'm really curious if i could back myself a 54 minute swim again let's make some make us make our eyes water give us some splits in the swim the most impressive splits from this week um, most imp- impressive main set you did so this week. we were doing so we're doing three sets of 400 uh easy Came in 122s. Alrighty, big dog. Bloody hell. You must um, have been on some feet, surely, for that. That's got to have been on some feet. It was with uh, five seconds in between. So we, we need really? so someone starting That's, uh, in, 51 to wait. minute 51 minute Ironman split. So you need to wait there, for mate. five seconds and then the, the next one can go. Um, so 400, we were swimming one, 120s, 122s. Then 
15 seconds rest, 300 a bit faster. Uh, we were doing something like 119, 118, then a 200 to, uh, was three minutes. So 115 pace and then 100 in 109 with 15 Fucking or 20 up. seconds rest in, rest in between. And then, um, the same set with pool boy and then the same set with pedals. So it was free set. Free. That's a, that is a tasty set. That is a tasty set, isn't it? Yeah. And uh, like 500 warm up, 500 cool down, 4K swim. No messing around with 2K swims, Joe. Just like getting in there. But it's worth it. It's, 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 it's all right. But it, I, I'm really surprised by that because since September till now, I've only been swimming twice a week, sometimes even one time a week. This is the first week that I've been swimming three times a week. But I do think that I have become a better swimmer because obviously I've got flawless technique. <laughs> no, but because of confidence. 100%. Confidence, have- mate. No, but I have been doing strength training twice a week. And I really think my push phase has become much stronger because I always couldn't finish yeah. because I had this like fatigue uh, when pushing out. And I think uh, that's where I gained a lot of speed. I think that's half the problem of a lot of people that get in swimming and doing triathlon, that they're actually, their upper body is actually really weak. And I found that when yeah. I started doing more upper body gym stuff and weights, my swimming improved so much, way more than doing more swimming. Mm-hmm. And I recovered from the session so much quicker. And exactly. what pro swimmers do. They do shitloads of gym stuff, you know. You can't, mm-hmm. like, you, I think it made a huge difference, even with holding technique, because you've got, you can just cope with it a lot better. I think that's, yeah. that is a game changer if you want to actually improve. That is a, a massive game changer. And if you're thinking, like, Tom, what are you doing in the gym? What have you been doing to that body of yours that you've been able to be so hydrodynamic and fast? Well, let me tell you this. I said last week that we're doing a special on uh, gym training for triathletes, the Triathlon Mockery College. But since last week, there was a massive things in tri- thing in triathlon called doping. I didn't think it was the right time to uh, to launch it. So this Wednesday, we'll uh, uh, launch the series of uh, strength training for triathletes. And literally, we'll go in about... I will do this one with a PhD in... Uh, um, uh, while she finished her PhD in strength training for triathletes, um, about why should you be doing strength training as a triathlete? Why is it beneficial? And also, how should you periodize it, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, yeah, I think that made, some massive, uh, made a massive difference for me. And now I'm ramping up the volume, and then hopefully I can back a 54-minute swim back-to-back. Yeah, that'd be good. I think you could go quicker than that as well. Well, hopefully one day. But first, uh, so let me do we'll a 54 s- again before I'll get like the talk. First, uh, talk the talk. You know. So, what's uh, next then? Main subject of the week. What we uh, um, races coming up? PTO this week? race this weekend. PTO race. There's the biggest race, one of the biggest races of the year in Ibiza this weekend. Um, classic distance of the PTO race. A uh, shitload of money on the line. Being televised on Eurosports, which is a good thing for the sport. What do you think? You've, 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 you were invited. You're canceling that race. You're doing the ITU long distance the next day because of uh, the distance is going to suit you a bit more. But uh, No, I'm not. I'm not racing anymore. I'm not racing anymore. What do you mean? I'm, uh, I'm moving house. So um, I'm unfortunately not going to be able to make it, you know. <laughs> all righty. What, what do you think? Um, with all, all uh, shits and giggles, what, what do you think of the... Uh, um, so you're referring to Sam Laidlow that said, uh, I can't race PTO race this weekend. Uh, and then he did a podcast, I think, uh, earlier today um, with his reasoning why. What, what were your thoughts? Um, 
if I was one of the favourites for 100k, I would not be, plus bonuses and stuff from sponsors, obviously it'd be a decent payout, probably you're talking minimum 150k I would have thought, um, if you win. There's no way I would be missing out on potentially that and, you know, getting a really good result for moving house. I would pay some removals people to do it. He, mean, said, he said moving house and personal circumstances. Um, and personal circumstances. I mean, with obviously the Colin thing coming up about him doping and everyone chucking out rumors and suspicion and people thinking that there's uh, huge amounts of doping in triathlon. Like, you know, I've had a lot of rumors and stuff. Um, I would... If it was me personally that was saying it, I would have probably addressed it a bit more. You know, I would have probably, if I was doing the uh, talk, what he did, you know, the Instagram post, I would have probably said, look, guys, um, I know this is terrible timing with the uh, with the Colin Chartier problem, the, you know, doping scandal has just come out. But I'm unfortunately going to have to uh, pull out of the PTO European Open because I'd have gone into it a little bit of detail. Like if it was something to do with your missus or something, obviously you wouldn't go into a lot of detail you just say it's an emergency with so-and-so i don't want to go into any more detail because it's not about me you know but just let people know or whatever it is i think you would want to go into a bit more detail because by saying personal reasons you're allowing people to speculate about what the reason could do and it just doesn't look good for you you know your name then gets dragged a lot dragged through you know the dirt whereas if you're mm -hmm. a bit clearer and you kind of addressed it head on it was obvious people are going to speculate about doping you'd know that and do you want to have your name run through the dirt it would be a lot easier to just been clearer addressed it got it out there you know got the elephant out of the room and then move on and then i think people would have accepted it a bit more but mm -hmm. i don't think the it was too clear to be honest and it kind of allows for a lot of speculation yeah, I, I do want to say that it's uh, um, not up to us or anyone else to call someone a doper or suspect someone. Uh, everyone is uh, is uh, um, innocent until, uh, yeah, proven otherwise with uh, a test. But I do agree that given the circum, uh, the, 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 the nowadays circumstances, what happened last week, that, um, yeah, you do want to give it a little bit more um reasoning and yes of of course you you don't owe anyone an apology or you don't owe, owe anyone uh a a a clarification or a reasoning but then of course that's it the is thing. in the you end a small to. world you don't have to but that's but people, yeah people, people are going to speculate that is that is what thing. it is it's like if, and if you what don't I, want people to speculate well sorry if you don't want people to speculate then you want to go into a bit more detail do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. But what is he like? I honestly, I, I don't believe that he's going to move house. Is there any top professional that's moving house? I mean, with the appearance fee of Ibiza, you can literally like pay a company to do it, don't you? <laughs> like, you're not going to oh, carry yeah. the boxes. I mean, like, I, you're one of the best in the world. Like, what you? Uh, I, yeah, I'm, I mean, I've I've been a fan of Sam uh, since since day one. You know, I've I've been interviewing him uh, uh, back in St George when when everyone find find him a find him a dick or when he was a nobody. And I thought like I don't think so because uh, uh, he's got a different perspective on things. But I do think that um, this situation has been media wise handled a bit uh, unprofessional, definitely. And also that, yeah, yeah, he's, big, he's focusing on Kona, he's saying, but fuck, man, if I had his swim, his bike and his run, I would go to the Ibiza. If I had his skills, yes, jealousy, I would, I wish I would have had it because I would have go there and just made, even when he has a shit day, he's probably like in the mix of the top 10 and getting like a shitload of money and media attention, uh, attention is on flipping Eurosports. I need to hold myself out on Instagram to get some media attention, you know, it's, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, uh, 
but in the end, yeah, it's all it's all speculation, and hopefully um, his personal reasoning aren't aren't anything. Will we see any more big names that are uh, going to pull out? Do you think? Um, with regard, like just pulling out because of injuries and all that, you mean? Well, or yeah, and just like you know, just pulling out before the race. I mean, who knows? Like, well, I, I just, I, I don't hope so. I don't hope so that uh, uh, people are pulling out. I mean, it's the first race ever where you've got four gold Olympic uh, Olympic medalists on the start line uh, on, on the men's side uh, and maybe even stacked field on, on the same stacked field on, on like the women's side. Um, yeah, of course, I don't hope that many big names are going to drop out. I think so. I don't know. It's yeah, already hopefully. Monday. <laughs> yeah, right. hopefully not. But yeah, like you said, I'm racing anyway the, the following day. So in the ITU World Long Distance Champs, um, distance suits me a lot better, really, to be honest. And it's a distance, I actually find this, this is actually my favourite distance, actually. You know, looking at Ironman, half half Ironman and this. I raced this once before in Sweden. And uh, mm-hmm. for anyone who doesn't know, it's a free swim. Uh, 120k bike and a 30k run. And it feels like you race it at the intensity to a half, but you kind of mm-hmm. keep it going for that little bit longer. I think the race takes about just under six hours, something like that from what I remember before. Yeah, it must have been, yeah, about six hours, five and a half hours, something like that. So a decent amount of time, but you can recover a lot quicker from an Ironman uh, doing this distance. And it's, qu- it's quite fun. I, re- I really enjoyed it. So looking forward to it. It's got some people that are actually down to race the day before and this. So potentially two people doing like a stage race out of it. What? Who's going to do the stage race? So they're double or nothing. I don't know if they're definitely going to do it, but I know Cat uh, Matthews has entered in both. Christian Hogan has entered in both. Um, I think there's a couple more men that are entered in both, uh, which would be interesting. The PTO is the day before. Do you think Cat Matthews, with her, uh, um, that she could do uh, both and do bo- well in both? Uh, yeah, probably. I think she probably could. Uh, I think she could go all in for the PTO. She'd be fairly up there and I think she could do well next day. I think that the thing what would de- define it would be how battered your legs get from the run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how, you know, some days that you can do a hard run, the next day you still feel good, but it would be a bit of a fluke as to whether or not you could pull it off. I think. But you, you want to do, you want, you at least want to go good in the first PTO race. Yeah. You'd so go all in for the first one and then you would just have to hope for the best in the second. Do you know, I've got a uh, picture above my bed of Cat Matthews. <laughs> yeah, I bet you've got a few other pictures above your bed as well. Right? No, it's because uh, um, you know she she had that accident last year in uh, um, just before Kona in Texas. Yeah, and she couldn't train at all, and then she won Ironman Texas last weekend. So I was like, "Wait, where you took the wrong turn? She took the right one. She fucking won that race." So I took your yeah. picture off the wall. I was thinking like. She was in the gutter and she got back on the horse and fucking smashed it. So that's for me is the motivation to that, to see that anything is possible, you know? <laughs> and, um, it's me that haven't been training a lot, but now I'm trying to get back on the horse and I know there is, there could be something in the future, you know? So do you, well, do you think Mark, Mark Matthews would be a bit pissed if he knows I've got that picture above my bed? Or- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, he can't he can't criticize your taste, can he? Like you know, <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, for different reasoning. It's for motivational reasoning. So yeah, yeah, so. I bet it is. 
<laughs> Where I took the wrong turn, mate, I'm riding around with a map on the inside of them bottles. You know them bottles that I've got? On, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, there's, I'm printing a little bit of a course map off and putting one on the left, one on the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can see where, so I know. Who do you think is the big hitter for uh, the sun, uh, for the Saturday race, the PTO race? I think Jason West is going to win it. Like That's who my money's on. I think Because his run is... Probably, his run's insane. If he's, he's off the bike with the with the Norwegians and and Jan, then they'll probably not outrun him with his current form. Um, yeah, I don't think he'll be off the bike with Jan. I think he'll be off the bike with Christian, though, because I don't think Christian's that much or any stronger than him on the bike. And I feel Jason West's runs that we've seen so far this year are better than what we've seen from the Norwegians in the run. That's be what was his fastest? What was his fastest run again? What what what, it, what we've seen this year? So At Miami, three, he averaged three ten k pace for sixteen and a half k's. Three ten on Strava. That's like from his GPS watch. So not like t- t- taking a dodgy GPS file from a course. This is legit for ten and a half miles at five oh five per mile off the bike. But it's pretty That's, fast, isn't it? I mean, if he's in the hunt, I mean, I've not seen what you, there's no other pros that have run a 10 mile run off the bike in sub five minute mile. And is there, you know, that he ran that 66 minute low, uh, half marathon pace, you know, yes. in the heat in, in Miami. Low 66 half marathon, literally with a lot of half marathons, unless there's some, uh, uh, some Kenyans or Ethiopians at the start, at the start line. Uh, but like, no, not big races, but you will win half marathon races with that time. Yeah, exactly. And he, and he did 67 at Oceanside, three and a bit minutes into Leo Berger. I think the thing with him is it all depends on how his bike is. His bike is the, literally what it all comes down to. If he's three minutes behind starting the run, then he's not going to win, you know, because mm-hmm. the them guys that are in there are obviously very good as well. You know, I think he could put a minute, 90 seconds into yeah. him, but I think he has to be within 90 seconds off the bike. I think Alistair, is definitely going to have a good race. Like if he's looks like he's injury free, his sessions, what from what I've seen, what he's posted on uh, Instagram look really good. And I think the PTO distance is the best distance for him. I think the longer the distance goes, the more detrimental it is to his performances. Mm-hmm. Um, his swim's obviously going to be at the front. He's going to push it hard. The bike course looks quite good. It looks like it's gradually uphill on the way out, gradually downhill. Back yeah, to but down. it's hardly any elevation. No, but like there's quite a few laps, isn't there? So it actually works yeah, out. Yeah, it's, like it's something. Like, it's two, it's two laps. laps, isn't it? Yeah, two laps. And and it's, it two, four. it's four laps, isn't it? Four. All right, but it's two. I, it was four. I just saw a Strava file today of Frederick Funk. Absolutely, he was running crazy fast though. Forty-six oh, k's an hour, or forty-five and a half k's an hour of three hundred and thirty-five watts. It's pretty good going with non-closed roads. Um, but uh, um, two hundred. And how much elevation? Two hundred and fifty meters. In how much distance? 45Ks. Oh, is that it? Literally 500 meters in the whole, in the whole bike then? Because okay. the bike's only like 80Ks. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, yeah. I mean, if it's quick like that, it actually suits Jason West more because if the speeds are higher, then it's harder then, to gain as much time. Exactly. So, and, um, so that could help him. I think Alistair is going to swim at the front. He's going to bike at the front. His run, it's only 18K, which suits him a bit more, less time. You know, he's. I think he's going to have a good race. Jan, I'm 50-50 because we just haven't seen him race enough. I just literally, you have absolutely no idea what kind of... He does have some beautiful pictures on Instagram, doesn't he? Yeah, well, you know, like, 
if you're going to keep keep lean all year round, mate, you can get pictures all through the year, can't you? And you look great. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, on the women's women's side, who do you reckon is uh... the women's side? Tamara Jewett has got my my money's on. She had a flipping fast run earlier this year as well, didn't she? Something like uh, top five, including the men. I'm actually more looking forward, in a way, to seeing the women go head-to-head. And I want to see Tamara Jewett, um, Anne Haug, and Ashley Gentle on the run, starting together, battling mm-hmm. it out, and see who comes out on top, because that is going to be fierce, mate. But do you reckon uh, Anne Haug's going to be in, in contention after the bike with uh, with them on the run, like starting together? I would be surprised if she is. But, I mean... I, it's hard to say because looking at the fields that she's raced this year, she's not raced a stacked field and she's been biking really well compared to the mm-hmm. other girls. But I mean, I, I don't know how that compares. It's hard to know for me because with the blokes, we kind of know a lot more how strong certain people are and you kind of have a lot more insight. Whereas with, with the women's racing, I don't know. And I don't know what kind of powers they put out. You don't know what power she's putting out. So it's very hard to say, but I would assume that she's probably going to be a bit behind. It's always been a weakness in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, Tamara Jewett's now training full time. Apparently she wasn't before. So she, and her bike seemed like it had gone up a level in Oceanside. But if the top girls put a dig in on the bike and make it hard, she's definitely going to be running from behind. But will she have enough time to actually run down the girls in front? That's the thing. Because um, she's going to need to be pretty close to them starting the run. I don't have the start list right now uh, here with me because obviously we're recording a podcast and we never prepare this stuff. But is Taylor <laughs> Nip on the list or is she still injured? She's injured. She's not on the list. She Lucy is. Charles is on the list. Um, which will be interesting. She's been training in Font Rameau. Um, who else in the men's one? Like you said, Frederick Funk's there. I think Carl Smith's racing. Um, uh, a lot of there's a, a lot, lot of the big dogs. Yeah, Christian. Be uh, interesting to see how he's gone. He hasn't raced this year as well, which is uh, quite unusual for him. Normally, he's been he races every yeah. weekend. Same. <laughs> yeah, it's like a party. <laughs> it's his party. Just every weekend, he just goes all in, all out. Yeah. Um. And uh, on the Sunday race, how do you reckon your how do you fancy your chances against the uh, the field? Um, well, my training's gone really well. Like I've been hitting some decent sessions. I did a a really good bike run session yesterday. It was, I mean, I say really good. It wasn't like it was brutally hard or anything, but it was um, three and a half hours. I was riddled with mechanicals, mate. In the first hour, it was flipping <laughs> horrific. Like what? Um, <laughs> Oh, that should have been a low of the week actually because I was losing my shit mate I was getting so freaking angry with the bike um, <laughs> so it started off and the chain link wasn't on properly oh. I didn't know and uh, I was riding along and you know where the chain like when you sometimes you ride along and every other pedal stroke it skips or it jerks do you know what I mean that kind yeah. of thing what it does it was like that so I stopped I tried to sort it out I couldn't sort it out and then I carried on riding and then I hit a bo- I hit a hole and the bolt in the monobar at the back must have obviously not been quite long enough. I've no, no idea. My dad like changed something around, around it and I don't know if we didn't put a long enough bolt in or whatever, but it literally came out. So then the monobar dropped down. It was a bit like wobbly. So then I couldn't ride on the TT bars. So I, I rang him up. I was going to ride to his house and get him sorted out. I said, like, I was, I, I said to him, dad, like, are you at home? He said, yeah. I said, I'll, I'll ride to yours. I've got a problem with my bike. I started trying to ride there and I was like, oh, this is horrific to ride. Like totally <laughs> like went join it. Like the chain was like, boom, 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 boom. Couldn't ride on the TT bars because the thing was going to fall off. Like I literally nearly stacked it over the handlebars when it happened. 
So I'm like, this is really annoying. So then Laura's also saying, you need to hurry up. We've got a massage booked. I need to make sure you're here because like, like at the time, so I'm thinking bloody hell, bearing in mind the massage weren't booked until 7 p.m. But she was thinking I wasn't even going to make it back by then because I was a bit late going out. I was like, um, so, <laughs> so, so I was like, I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back. Uh, so then I met my dad at Beckles McDonald's, um, which is about 20 miles from mine. It took me an hour to get there after all that crap. Sorted. He, I told him, I said, bring a rear derailleur, a spare chain, uh, literally the whole works, you know, the nuts, the bolts, the risers, <laughs> oh. just in case, just so we knew what we had, just in case we had to do it. He put a new bolt in, sorted that out like a longer one. So that was absolutely fine. Uh, we sorted out, we chain, took the chain off like, or took a link out of the ch- chain, you know, put a new one in. Then it worked fine. The rear mech had to be adjusted because the rear mech went on properly. So as well as that, the chain was actually coming off the rear mech as well and like going on the side. That was annoying. That was so freaking annoying um anyway got it all sorted after that carried on for the rest of the ride did two and a half hours and did some efforts did like a 40 minute effort two 40 minute efforts and then a 20 minute effort the power you must have you must have been absolutely fuming uh yeah i was a bit pissed off after an hour like i was a bit like my head i was thinking fucking by i had a really good route well i had to bail on it do you that's, sometimes that's... Um, feel like when you're riding late in the day, so for example, after 2, 3 p.m., and um, and you fuck around on the ride, so for example, you stop for a long time because you have a mechanical and you don't really eat in between or a lot when you're standing still, that you you're, you find yourself bunking or empty on the well, ride? where I met him at the McDonald's, there was a Starbucks there, and I ended up getting a toasted ham and cheese sandwich. While it was while I was like sorting it out, and oh, so I was like, he's so on the techno nutrition plan. <laughs> on, the techno- <laughs> <laughs> on the like on that, I had a shitload of uh, gels and stuff as well with me anyway. But yeah, I had the nice cheese and ham sandwich. That was only an hour into the ride as well, so I was like well fueled because I just had, I had something before I came out. But like after that, the power was decent. Like it was about three hundred and thirty watts for the longer efforts and three hundred and fifty something for the twenty. But I timed the twenty so it finished like ten minutes before I got home. Like five ten minutes, literally as close. To now the town we all as I could. we all want to know: Did Laura make the massage? Did she make it? Yes, yeah, she did make it. The guy comes to our house with loads of time. I got back, went for a run as well, some twelve k run off the bike, four um, k standard. What we've done before, you know, where you kind of go out mm-hmm. for fifteen minutes at a reasonable pace and then negative split on the way back. All right, um, did that, and it's still forty minutes left. There's no fear. I told her. I said, "Look, I'm easily going to be back. Don't worry. Worry about yourself. You know." Worry <laughs> I'm about <the> <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, <laughs> I'm a champion. I'm an Ironman champion. I'm fit. I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back. If, if yeah. It, if it were Tom, I I can I can understand where all the fear is coming from. But um, yeah, I'll be back and in time. Do you want to know what was even more annoying when we stopped as well to sort the chain out and everything? I saw a little nip in the sidewall and a bit of the inner tube was sticking out. Ooh. And I was like, "Fuck! I'm going to have to finish the ride off with this." And I was thinking, if I get a puncher, I'm literally going to have to be taxiing it back. So I was thinking, could you imagine how annoying that would be? So like if you ta- if you needed to get a taxi an hour later yeah. and you weren't even close to home and you had to wait 40 minutes, oh, my God. But yeah. it worked out in the end. I'd need to change that tyre now. That was that. Luckily, I saw that because and found out all this stuff. I was, I'd have got to IB from my bike would have been going like shit and I'd have been like, what the hell is going on here? What? <laughs> Shall we head over to the bullshit buster? You said you Bullshit buster. Yeah, I did have something. It's new, it's a nutrition related. So is that a good one, do you think, or not? Well, I think it would fit, fit the subject right now, wouldn't it? Because we were talking so, about Technosis Dodgy Nutrition Plan. It's a collaboration. It's a collaboration between two, between an influencer 
and a world-class triathlete. And it is the 100% clean eating, clean eating plan with featuring Colin Chartier and the Liver King. And Colin Chartier, per testimonial, says, follow my nutrition plan for 100% clean results, proved proven at Dallas, and the Liver King is vouching for him. And it is a collaboration thing where it's 50 pounds a month and you can sign up to this clean eating nutrition plan. Like, guaranteed results. No bullshit, it says. No bullshit. Um, and, and the Liver King, for the people who do not know, is a very, very, very big muscly guy who eats uh, uh, only liver and that kind of stuff because he follows a plan that he says, we need to live like our ancestors. Um, and he doesn't do steroids or anabolics, right? Yeah, and this is fifty pounds a month. I will post a link up on our Instagram. Uh, they reckon that they won PTO Dallas off it. Um, I'm a Montreal blonde. It's proven results. No fuss. No messing around. Uh, and yeah, l- l- high protein diet. So uh, check it out, guys. Could be worth your while. You know, like. Uh, <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're off recently taking the piss. Have you got a serious bullshit buster? <laughs> no, that buster? is that is the bullshit buster. That this is was your fucking bullshit buster. That was the bullshit buster. Yeah, honestly, I'll I'll send you I'll send you it afterwards, and you can post it up like the picture of it. Is this honestly something that? You yeah, came I don't up believe with? I don't believe it got I don't believe it got clean results because he got pop three PO. But you know, it's out there like the nutrition plan. Where where is the nutrition plan out? Are you being for real? Yeah, I'm being for real, mate. I'll send it to you after this and you can post it up and like, and people can see it. All right. All right. Um, have you got an Instagram post of the week, Jody? I haven't mate. I haven't seen anything Instagram post of the week worthy. Me neither. Nothing worthy. Um, yeah, then, oh, then I'll, I'll what? just want to say, uh, either next week's episode or the one after very exciting guest that I've managed to get hold of. Like, um, absolutely pumped to interview him i've managed when i told you tom what did you think this guy nick yaris uh t- he's been in been in death row for 25 years for a crime he didn't commit like got found innocent like and uh he's going to be talking about toughness dealing with uh dark patches and battling through like what do you think tom um yeah i think it's an awesome guest to um learn something about uh, exactly bad patches because as an Ironman athlete we've got a lot of bad patches in race but in the end is it really that bad if you compare it to someone that's been to prison for 20 did you say 20 years Tw- 25 years mate 8,000 days whilst being whilst being uh, uh, um, non-guilty how do you say that innocent innocent yes, it was innocent that's the word like um, and I think like could you imagine the mental toll on that you know knowing that you're in there for something you didn't commit and he thought that he was going to be in there for life I mean Jesus like you can only imagine how tough this guy is mentally you know I like, did find it I did find it funny though that you said I've got a mysterious guest that I don't want to say about next week in, t- in two weeks and then you got like this excited puppy and you just threw his name on the line and the whole story when did I say I've got a mysterious guest <laughs> before that when you announced him <laughs> <Did I? laughs> I can't wait to chat to him. I heard him on the podcast. And when I heard him on another podcast, I stopped my ride and I sent him a DM on Instagram. Like I snuck into his DMs and uh, he replied back. I wasn't sure if he'd reply. We're, we're, we're using, um, um, also, when you're listening to this, there will be videos on our Triathlon Mockery YouTube channel with the professionals. Uh, so there's six professionals and we want to pick one that we're going to sponsor. And we think it's up to you who you think is inspiring or has a good story or has great banter. 
um, to follow them along for a bit in some episodes or sometimes. Uh, but we, we want to sponsor a pro, but we're using the Patreon money for that to sponsor it, but also to get a guest on like um, this We have guy. to pay him. We have to yeah. pay him. Because so we get, is, he, so yeah, yeah. without the Patreon money, we couldn't get a guest on like this. And hopefully we can get some more guests on like this as well. I want to see, I wonder if we can even persuade Nick to do a triathlon. Um, so yeah, if you want to support the show, please head over to our uh, Patreon link in the bio. And when we're starting the training plan, uh, training plan, I mean, uh, the uh, special about, for example, gym, later on about nutrition and all that, there will be extra episodes about that um, for the patrons. But obviously, we'll get into that bit later. Anyway, thanks for listening, uh, Docs, and uh, we'll be seeing you next week. Jody, good travel to Ibiza. Get the party pants on, mate. I will, mate. Twerking on the dance floor. <laughs> all right, see ya.